Welcome back to another exciting episode of Small Constellation. This is your host, Peaches Brittany, and this is the podcast where we talk about video games and other nerdy entertainment media. Um, I feel like it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, you know, I mean, the audience probably won't really see much of a difference, but I've I've been out of town for a really long time. <laughs> Same. <laughs> should share all the details of your vacation with our audience yes <laughs> i mean are you being serious no <laughs> uh, well fine then i'm going to so so because you know none of our audience probably went i went to the caribbean uh and on a cruise so I, I i got on a big boat and sailed away from all of my problems um it's a i shit. hugged a dolphin uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm being entirely serious. I I I swam with and hugged a dolphin. They are surprisingly soft. Did you know that? That's a Have weird pet name for your wife. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Where's the uh, where's wow. that kick button? Where, where's <laughs> that? Wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> Teacher, the adults are fighting. <laughs> But no, Brandon, how soft is a dolphin? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take this conversation any further. <laughs> We're just done there. Yep. Brandon, Brandon uh, took a vacation. He hugged a dolphin. Uh, what are the rest of us up to? <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, uh, what? Have you guys been up to in the past couple of weeks besides deciding that you didn't want to be my friends anymore? <laughs> well, one of you particularly. I don't know. I was going to say, it sounds um, like Jared oh, made that hold on. decision a long time ago. Um, yeah. So uh, we've got uh, with us today, Evan. <laughs> All right. Well, that's his intro. Uh, Tyler. <laughs> I don't have anything better than that. All right. And then we got dumbass over there. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, where oh the god. hell is the new the the where is that kick button? Oh my god! Oh, okay. <laughs> Friendship um, with Jared ended. Tyler is new best friend. <laughs> so supposedly we have pseudo confirmation that Nick is not dead. Um, <laughs> we were having technical difficulties for some stupid reason. Um, not being able to get him out of the green room. Uh, so he could apparently hear me singing to myself while I was waiting for things to try to work, which was really confused or really, um, uh, really quite embarrassing actually. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just a good thing that I wasn't, uh, hanging out with my dolphin apparently. <laughs> I like um, that he specified that it was beatboxing because I mean, well, now I mean, that now was, I need to hear it. So. That was him being mod or being uh, kind. <laughs> I would say I would say that was being him ex- being extremely kind. Um, actually, calling it beatboxing. Um, <laughs> I was just you know opening and closing my mouth, and the noises were coming out, and that really sounds wrong. So I'm just gonna move on. Um, uh video games yeah so uh what have you guys been playing lately uh we kind of thought while we were gone uh or since we've kind of had a hiatus from talking to each other we could talk about um what we've been playing uh kind of have a small constellation uh state of play literally a state of our play (laughs) nice is that not what that means I know. It just seems a little more on the nose than normal. <laughs> Very applicable. Well, um, you know, dolphins have big noses, so... <laughs> that is their snout, sir. I just don't want to touch this anymore. I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm just, I'm just holding <laughs> well, my Well, you better not be touching my dolphin. <laughs> um, right, well... Uh, she moisturizes... James. I've been playing <laughs> Dolphin Simulator. <laughs> Remember that Echo game from the yeah. 90s? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing, coincidentally, I've been playing Echo with the Dolphin. Oh, God. Um, well, I, I mean, I'm sure this will come up uh, later on in the podcast, Brandon. I don't know if you will. I'll, I'll, I'll leave this one for you to dive in, and then I'll kind of chime in with my thoughts. I'll have plenty to say about it. But the Diablo 2... Um, 
the remastered version of Diablo 2, or Resurrected, as it were, released oh. yeah, uh, a yeah. while back here. And so you and I have been playing a little bit of that, and like I said, I'll kind of, whenever you want to bring that up and share your thoughts, I'll chime in. But as far as the single-player front goes, I've recently been playing some of the, the Pathfinder RPGs on PC. Um, I picked up uh, the Kingmaker RPG that released several years ago now, and then also snagged uh, the sequel, Wrath of the Righteous, just because I saw it was getting like really good reviews. Um, it's probably one of my favorite genres in gaming, kind of the classic top-down RPG, um, kind of, you know, as close as you can get to D&D in a, a solo PC game format. Um, and honestly, yeah, I, like, I liked both of them. I will say... Don't if you're like new to the series, I would say you don't necessarily need to feel like you should start with Kingmaker, um, just because Wrath of the Righteous is so much better. Um, it's kind of the same scenario as with like the Pillars of Eternity games, um, which were another kind of classic like Baldur's Gate style RPG, um, and uh, it, where like the second the second game is basically they had time to polish it streamline it really work on their mechanics and then it's a fantastic final product so i would like strongly recommend wrath of the righteous it's one of the best rpgs i've played in recent memory already already dumped a ton of time into it i played like a ton last night when i should have been sleeping um, but yeah it was saturday yeah so should have been but. smiting <laughs> How yeah it should have been smiting you were sleeping too well I was sleeping because I got tired waiting on everybody else. Well, that's the thing. Like, like when I say I was up late, I mean, I started playing it at like 10 or 11 when people had gone to bed and I didn't stop until like four or five in the morning. So it's one of those. <laughs> I mean, you games. were the one that said, hey, I'm around if anybody wants to play anything. And I said, OK, I'll get on here in a little bit. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, and then Tyler, then Jared gets on and we play one match and. I'm like, okay, I am going to get off for a little while. And then, or Jared went to eat or something crazy. I don't remember. Friday night, I, I got off early. Saturday, I I think Jared wanted to eat or something. And then he got on at 9 or 8.30 or 9. And I was already in bed because I was waiting on Tyler to get on. And he never wanted to get on. <laughs> I, yeah, I must have missed that because I was obsessed with Wrath of the Righteous. But that's how good it is. So people should definitely uh, yeah, go and check that out. Well, I guess we'll segue to Diablo since you've already talked about it. Um, I think I've played Diablo 2 more recently than you have um, on PC. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually so, never played uh, Diablo 2. Well, I played a little bit of it back in the okay. day, but I never like it was like that was so early in my like pc gaming career it was like i think my buddy had it and i played a little bit of it but yeah i never see i didn't realize that a lot of the things you were saying wow oh this is this this is that that's that's these things uh this is crazy i was like i thought you'd played this before i can't i'll just chalk it up to you having not played it in a long time but that makes a whole lot more sense now yeah no i, bar so, I barely ever played it yeah so. i mean the 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 normal game style of it you know, or I mean, the, the, the gameplay hasn't been touched at all. It's still the same gameplay. Uh, it's just updated graphics. Um, one of the things that I after I first launched the game, um, like the first thing that, that uh, jumped out at me, besides the fact that I don't think I ever watched any of the cutscenes um, when I played it on the PC, um, was that having a controller in my hands felt so much better playing Diablo two than a keyboard and mouse. What I say that because the way you move in Diablo two on the computer mm -hmm. is you like right click on the, the map and you like hold it. And it'll go to wherever, you know, if you let go, it'll he'll stop at the last place that you had, you know, right clicked on the map. So you're pretty much always holding down right click or you're just repeatedly hitting right click. Mm -hmm. um, and it was kind of a if any of our listeners have, have played like, uh, well, uh, Pokemon Unite or 
um, more specifically League of Legends, where you're just kind of right clicking on a spot uh, or any other game like that. It, it, it's 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 a lot like that. That's how it felt. That's how it was. Well, and on the on the, the the PS5 version, which is what I've been playing it on, um, you just use the joystick to move around, and that feels a lot smoother and a lot more natural. Now, I will say that the the lock on mechanism to hit enemies is a little bit more clunky on the PlayStation because you have to actually get close enough to them to to melee them. Uh, that you can actually just randomly punch air. <laughs> You'll just stand there punching air. You don't actually like lock on. And so when you. It, so if you're like close ish, but not close enough, you don't your character doesn't move to, to be in range. It just. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to make sure you're close enough. But mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, I've. Enjoyed. You know, for the most part, um, I mean, I've enjoyed playing through it. Yeah, like that's uh, that's basically you brought up like one of the big things I was going to touch on um, was, I guess for me at this point, like standard controls in action RPGs like Diablo or Titan Quest or any of those, like what have you, like I've played those for years. And so it's kind of just because the movement in them has definitely become just like sort of second nature to me. Um, and so I was actually really curious to see what I would think of, playing it with a controller and it's basically exactly like you said like i i it's it is really comfortable like it's fun just to sit like i enjoyed it way more than i thought i would just being able to sit back on the couch and have like the full range of movement and freedom that you get with a joystick Mm -hmm. and like it is yeah it's just comfortable easy to play with the caveat that like you said it is a little weird how you know on on pc usually you it's kind of like you click on stuff until it dies and like your character just you know automatically runs over there and slaps everything and it's like it is it can be a little bit jarring like if you're not used to playing um, an RPG, uh, an ARPG with a, a gamepad. It's kind of like, yeah, your character will start like mm-hmm. whiffing and like hitting at the air and stuff if you're not close enough. But honestly, I thought their their auto targeting system that they use in Diablo Two is pretty robust. Like it's pretty reliable, and mm-hmm. I found it. I didn't have any trouble pulling off the spells and abilities that I wanted to. Um, yeah, I will say on on that front specifically. You know, I've been playing as the Necromancer. It's the apparently the go to my go to character for Diablo because I think I playing the Necromancer on Diablo three with you as well. Yeah, but um, the there's one ability where I can target corpses and they'll explode. Yes. Um, I haven't exactly figured out how to target or if it's just like the closest corpses to me. Um, so that I still need to kind of figure out a little bit, but. Um, yeah, for the most part, bit. I agree with you that, um, you know, th- the game is still the game. And so the worst part about the game is the fact that you pick up six items and your inventory is full. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, um, actually, that that's a very good point. That's probably been one of the most annoying things is that and that like each your potions don't stack. On, like, honestly, I think 90 percent of the inventory issues would be fixed by potions stacking. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting, too, though, because um, I mean, you know, that's just I mean, if you go into it with that, that just being part of the uh, the element of the game, it can be kind of annoying if you're trying to just, pl- you know, play through the game and get make progress. But if you know you're going to have to take a lot of, you know, town portal breaks to go back to town to sell stuff or just start being more picky about what you pick up. Um, you know, and, and later in the games, like I've already bought a, a belt that gives me three rows of, of potions. Uh, and so okay. later on, you can start, you know, sort of just carrying fewer potions. Um, and I don't know if you've found it yet, Tyler, but at, at the house or at the base, at the home village, whatever you want to call it, home base, there's a, there's a chest in the middle. It's kind of like I think it's kind of I think Diablo three has this as well, but basically it's a, a storage space for items you want to keep but don't want to hold on to. Um, I was looking at that and I think there's a shared space as well. So when we're together, we can put like a bunch of potions or something in the shared stuff, and so you could you could you could just load up your belt and then throw all the rest of the potions in there, 
Okay. Like um, Tribes of Vanguard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which we need to play again. We haven't played that in a while. Yeah. Is this still I need to get up to ten. I need to get up to ten Fenrir kills. Is this still the first season? I think so. I don't even know when that ends. I don't. I don't either. Um. Uh. Well, Nick. Uh. Let us know in the comments <laughs> section. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, the ghost of Nick communicating <laughs> through our comment section. Oh, um, sorry. What? Never oh. mind. Oh, <laughs> cut, okay. cut that out. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Perfect. That's, that's I am. I I'm highlighting every dumbass Jared moment in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Shots fired. Um. No. So I guess Evan and Jared. I think. I think you guys would have fun playing Diablo. I mean, I know Jared. You'd said that you had other games to play. Um. It's this really is a... one of those. Go that, ahead. This is one of those that you can just kind of. It's kind of like. Um, uh, tribes of Midgard in a way that you can just kind of pick it up and just roll with it um, whenever you want. Uh, several characters you can play through. I've never beaten the game before, so I don't know what kind of end game content there is. Yeah. Um, and I was going to just kind of throw in my two cents on sort of my thoughts on the game as a whole. Cause like, I know like for a while I was even like, I, I, I can understand why it's kind of a, it's a, it's a bit of a tough sell, um, especially to some people who may not be fans of that particular genre of game or like if they didn't play Diablo back in the day and I I thought it was kind of interesting I saw quite a few reviews that I thought were now having played it for a little while I would argue were kind of almost like overly harsh like they were kind of off-putting on it like I saw a lot of like six and seven reviews which that's not bad I mean and honestly maybe it is a six or seven game but a lot of them kind of even though like they're the numbered, the numerical scores weren't that bad, you know, like a six or seven, that's fine. But like a lot of them were kind of like, well, it's, it's kind of, they're like, it's a relic of an age past and I'd rather just go back and play Diablo three. And when I very first fired it up, I'll admit it was a little bit jarring. I was kind of like, yeah, it's a little bit, it's, it looks and feels just a little bit dated. And I was kind of like, oh man, were they right? But the more I played it, the more I honestly think I'm going to enjoy playing Diablo 2 Resurrected more than Diablo 3. Um, just because there is something about it. I, I think it would, it basically just boils down to the pacing of it. Um, like the pacing between individual like enemy encounters, like the rate at which it like gives you loot, like, and admittedly we haven't played a ton yet, so we're not that far in, but no, we're still not even through act one yet. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we barely scratched the surface, but like, I already kind of feel like, like for me, it just, it, it scratches that classic action RPG itch in a way that Diablo three never really did. And I think I'm going to end up liking it better. Um, or at yeah, least, I have a or hard at least time. I think I'm going to like it as well. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh man, I just wish I just want to go back and play Diablo three. Where I, I saw a lot of reviews kind of saying that, where it's like that wasn't my impression. All like, I don't know, maybe it was just it was exactly what I wanted at the right time because I've been like lately I've been going back and like looking at like awesome art from like the 70s and 80s of kind of like that pulp fantasy like swords and sorcery kind of era like the old original like uh, dungeons and dragons like ts from the company uh, tsr and like um i don't know like michael whalen and uh, frank frazetta like some of the classic fantasy artists of their generations and so the kind of that like somewhat retro but like modernized it's like modernized retro art that diablo resurrected has it was like just what i was looking for to kind of capture that sort of more gothic art style um and so i've been really enjoying it but but i can see why for maybe somebody who doesn't have quite that nostalgia factor um yeah maybe it's a little tougher so there's definitely a lot of series and games that i've heard so much about and i've never even like looked at playing that like i'd be interested just to like see what all the hype's about just because you know when like you know they keep talking about when's diablo 4 coming out or whenever 
Yeah. And like just seeing like a group being so hyped for something makes me interested in like maybe I should check that series out. So it's definitely one that maybe sometime I'll definitely try to see what all the hubbub's about. Yeah, you know, you saying Diablo two versus Diablo three, I I have a hard time beating playing the Necromancer as Diablo in Diablo three though. That that yeah. siphon that blood siphoning skill that I have that I have for that is is, is really true. fun. That's pretty satisfying. I will say one thing that's kind of nice about well, depending on what you like, you and I were playing Tyler, um, and we were about to go into that dungeon. Remember uh, to get to the next area, right? Mm-hmm. We had to go through a little tunnel i guess it's that little tunnel yeah we go in there and we got our asses handed to us <laughs> yeah i went back by myself and kept playing and played through some more so i'm a little further along than you are now uh, unless you've played too but i went back into that area to see how just how hard it really was i might have might have leveled up one time but that's probably yeah. that's about it and it was super easy so it scales up the difficulty with more people in the server or in in the game which is kind of yes. nice, which is also kind of not nice. So it's like, well, it gives you a challenge for the more people, but then that was actually really challenging. Like, we almost both died. Or well, you, you, I, or you I, did die at one point. Yeah, I, I died at one point when we were playing, although that was uh, totally just a bad decision. On my, I was literally like, I, like I went in with my... So, I, so I'm playing the druid. Oh, cat, druid, that is like, flesh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was playing the druid and I sicked my cat on Brandon and uh, <laughs> damn it Bastet <laughs> trash Bastet over there um, but yeah the, the druid I will say if you're not investing in his elemental skill tree you don't have a whole lot in the way of crowd control so the main thing you don't want to do is rush into the middle of a mob and get stuck on their models and then just be surrounded <laughs> and then die in like three seconds uh, and that's exactly what I did. So don't do that if you're a new Diablo player. Should be pretty obvious, but you know we we learn from these things. Yeah. Um, so I guess next thing we want to talk about, make sure we hit on everything. Um, if you guys don't or aren't a fan of our YouTube channel, uh, or don't like watching videos, or don't have time for videos, or you know you listen to us because we're funny and you don't have a screen in front of you. Um, Jared recently put out a video, um, of him playing, uh, Kana. It, does it, so I, I, I was, I don't know, doing something or talking to Brandy when they said her name in the game. Uh, is that actually how you pronounce it? Kana? Yeah. Like K-A-Y-N-A. Okay. Um, I wanted to like confirm that. So I wasn't just like, you were calling her Anna instead of. Anna, uh, Anna Bray. Anyways, uh, so I mean, I am also a Disney person, so having <laughs> Anna from Frozen and Anna Bray kind of gets me all mixed up. Um, no, that's just that's fine. I was just curious. Um, uh, let me just say uh, a few more times so that it gives me more time to edit things out. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> more the merrier <laughs> so so if you haven't watched his youtube video or don't plan to uh jared like walk us through the game and i mean you've played some more of it since the video came out right played a lot more of it yeah <laughs> so like like you know give us your updated views they can see their you know you can they can watch the gameplay and see like your initial views but like give us uh give us an update on that yeah, so I did about an hour for the video, um, and then I probably put, I spent most of Saturday playing it, um, and my initial impressions were just, I was impressed by the art style, the music, the combat was really easy to pick up, but it's one of those where it's difficult to master kind of a thing, which I kind of like, where you can, there's... If you want to master the game, you're going to have to really get good with the combat, but you can also just go in and just smash the attack button and you'll be fine. Um, so I like that kind of added difficulty without like added difficulty, if that makes sense. Like gives, You can have the challenge if you want to make the challenge kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, I 
I've still, everything I've played even more just makes me really like it. I don't have a top 10 like Tyler does, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be in it. Um, if I did have one, um, like the combat's fun. Um, the puzzles are challenging, um, and unique. And then, oh my gosh, let's just talk about how adorable you, the little rot that is helping you, um, so they call it the rot um, and they're just these little tiny black little spirit blobs that uh, can help you with your combat, with the puzzle solving, and they're just super adorable and you can buy little hats for them. And so like I have one that has a little cowboy hat and one that looks like a dinosaur <laughs> and you just get a ton of them. Like, I think in the video I had probably like 10 or 12, but now I'm think, up to yeah, like, I think, you, I think you ended with like, yeah, thir- thir- 12 or 13. And now I have 65. Um, only four more. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> then Do they be... all follow you around? Yeah. And like, oh. so as you're like moving through, like say you're in like an abandoned village or something like a, a horde will be following you, but then like they'll randomly like pop, like if you're going by like a whole bunch of boxes and stuff, they'll just randomly pop on the boxes. Like, hey, like pop in and out. And you need to take a, like a couple of screenshots of how obnoxious like they all are. Just you know, I mean, obviously they're cute, but like it's still gonna be obnoxious having like 65 rendered rot. Just oh, you know, I have a so they have a pretty nice photo mode like where you can um, have them pose. And so I'm like, I'm sitting on this rock and there's like all of them just in a half circle around me, just like looking at me like, okay, what are we doing? So, yeah, you know, you, you didn't tell me how pretty of the game of game it was. I I went online and found a random image of, of Kana for this, for the thumbnail. Mm -hmm. And instead I could have just used a a snapshot from the video. Oh yeah. You didn't tell me how pretty the game was. Next time, you know, supply me with a thumbnail, okay? <laughs> so Ember Lab is the maker of this game, and they're this is their first video game they've made. Um, their previous hit experience was with animation for like advertising. So like if a company wanted to do an animated commercial or something, that's kind of their wheelhouse. And so you can tell, like, that was one of the strengths of the game going into it. Um, like, there's a lot of cutscenes because that's where they can really shine. And But even just the game world itself is just really detailed and really pretty. That, that was one of the things that I was, like, immediately drawn to. Like, you're, like I hadn't really seen or heard too much about that game. Like, I'd looked, I looked, I remember when some of the initial videos came out for it and the, the advertisements, teaser trailers, things like that, and we watched through some of those. But, like, your video was the first thing I saw where, like, I was kind of like, oh, man, like, I actually kind of want to get this now. And that's one of the first times that that's been because of almost, like, the yeah, the details in the animation and the art style. Like, it was just... I mean, super unique and like just incredible. Like, and I would love to see what that actually looks like on my PS Five. <laughs> like, yeah. it would be like so. I I might actually have to pick that one up. Like, so congrats, Jared. Your video was a successful <laughs> advertisement <laughs> for the game. Like, hey, Ember Labs, uh, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. So like, but, story-wise, it's like it's just a basic adventure game where you're helping spirits cross over, um, and. So from what I've tell, have been able to pick up so far, like you basically like there's a main person you need to save and you have their mask. Um, it's kind of like a mask you wear that can kind of helps you see into the spirit world. And each person, there's three relics you have to find for them before you can help them cross over. And so I don't know how many I will be helping, but I've done one person and I'm on to the second one. And each person is tied to a region on the map. So, like, there's this village in the middle. Mm. Everything's overrun by this corruption. The first thing you go to is in this forbidden forest. And you do everything for that one person. You come back to the village, kind of advance with your level up and whatnot. And then I'm going to this, like, valley at the foot of a mountain. And so that's the next place. And so the 
areas are really nice and varied and um and it's just it's not really open worldy it's like pretty linear um there's things you can go back and find like once you've gained new abilities you can um, go back and like find more collectibles and whatnot but it's not one of those like open world games that's just going to overwhelm you with so many things to find you can make it that if you want to but it's it's still like the direction is pretty linear which is kind of nice um and in terms of like combat like it looks like a fun adventure animation game but what i saw on reddit was they said dark souls cute and cuddly edition (laughs) (laughs) and like i've never played any of the souls games but um some of the boss fights so far has been very like you have to find you have to be good with your skills and you have to know like the right strategy to kind of go at some of these bosses. And they're like, there's some pretty creative cause like, it's just the bosses are just this corruption of the world around it. So they're, they're just these masses conglomerations of like rock and tree and earth. And mm-hmm. they're really creative with the design and it's really kind of interesting. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really into it, and it's one of those games that I'm like, hmm, maybe I will try to platinum this one. And then I saw you have to beat the game on master difficulty to platinum, and I'm like, well, we'll see when I get to the end. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, really good. You should definitely pick it up. Cool. Yeah, I, I think I probably will end up getting that one at some point. I mean, it's only 40 right now, full price, because um, they kind of said going into it that it's not like a full-size game um but yeah once if you're one of those that waits for a sale once it goes on sale i would jump on it i have so many games that i've half done and Mm -hmm. i just need a vacation i just i need i need to take some time i need to take you know i i i just don't have time you know it's like i have been gone for two weeks or something on vacation, I need another vacation. I, I'm one of those nineties. No, uh, uh, what is it? What What are the What are the people that they, um, the vacation from my vacation? Yeah, yeah. You need a break to recover. <laughs> you know, that's actually that was actually kind of, kind of true, because just okay, so. If 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 there are any Floridians out there, it wasn't all <laughs> rainbow and dolphins, rainbows and dolphins. <laughs> How do y'all get anything done? <laughs> like f- flying out of Miami, nobody wanted to listen to instructions. Like it was the point where they clearly heard the instructions. And then actively chose to do the exact opposite. Like Jared saying, oh, team always goes left, Brandon, so I'm going to go right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was... I mean, I was worried that the plane was going to be not boardable because so many, not enough people were following, you know, TSA guidelines and, and, and rules that we weren't even going to be able to board the plane. Or you Anyways. duct tape someone in the middle of the flight. In Florida? <laughs> yeah. No. Never Florida. There's a reason oh, there's a Florida man meme. <laughs> right. But I saw, I literally saw one person who was um, just minding their own business, like on their phone. And he had his mask on but it wasn't covering his nose. Uh, And so, I mean, he was socially distant from everybody, but it's the, there are, there are apparently actual laws in place currently that mandate all everyone be fully masked completely, you know, correctly uh, in, in, in the airport. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when, when, when you're flying, the some TSA lady comes up to the front or, you know, airline lady comes up to the front. And um, I say lady, it's usually a lady. It was a lady the whole time I was there. But um, talking about, um, 
you know, hey, the flight's going to be here in 20, 30 minutes and blah, blah, blah. We'll start boarding and blah, blah, blah. All the, the pre-flight, everything that they say. And every five minutes at 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 maximum, they got on there and said, guys, wear your mask. You need to wear your mask. Yeah. Um, and literally at one point, like someone said, if we if 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 you show that you cannot wear your mask properly in the terminal, you will not board this plane. And I look over at the, the particular gentleman that I had just mentioned, and he proceeded literally to take the mask the rest of the way off of his face, like as a response, like it, it was, oh, man. I um, I'm just surprised that I made it home that day. <laughs> to be honest, it's okay. Ugh. One day the sea levels will rise and. Florida... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't want them to die. We just want them to follow directions. I mean, as long as they move Disney World to the Midwest, I'd be happy. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, so so video games. Um, Evan, what have you been playing? Um, what have I been playing? I kind of took a little. I don't. I guess I won't say I took a little break from video games because I did. I was two weeks behind on um, Destiny, the seasonal stuff. Um, so I got cut up on that. So I have all my all my tech. I haven't played in the last couple of weeks. Um, oh, there's yeah. technically a sixth, right? There's, uh, there's like seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> now I'm two yeah. weeks behind. Yeah, I mean. To be honest, there's going to be a content drought seasonally yeah. until we, January or February. Yeah, we're getting to like the middle of the season. Um, I think whatever like the big, you know, surprise thing that's going to set up for next season is going to happen either next week or the week after. Are they yeah. not doing? The, no, I um, think I think it's going to be until February. Are they because... not doing the? Uh, Enchanted for what is festival that, what, of the lost? Is the lost? Oh yeah, yeah. That, I think that's that's, that's next week, and then they're doing in December their Bungie thirtieth anniversary celebration where mm-hmm. Gallahorn comes back. And do we get to make cookies again? Probably. I don't know. I'm assuming Gallardoodles. But my guess is that the actual seasonal story won't be until like oh, a yeah. couple weeks before the Witch Queen drops. Oh yeah, R- remind me. I'm remembering the Gallahorn quest. That was in D1? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they, they, they sunset that, didn't they? And then they decided to bring it back? No. They never, it's never been in D2. No, no I know, but I'm saying sunset, but I'm using... They, they did the same thing in D1. They just didn't call it sunsetting. No, the Gallahorn never got taken out of D1. They... Just had to nerf then, it after they accidentally let Zur sell it for a weekend. Um. So what was the quest for then? There, no that that there was a que- or I don't think there was ever a quest for Gallahorn. I think yeah, Gallahorn there was. was a drop from a raid. No, it was a quest. They 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 made it a quest. Yeah, I it definitely was a quest, but that was supposed to be like the only source for it. Mm-hmm. And then Zur just randomly sold it one time and. Well, okay, so we're getting our all of our waves crossed because I definitely had it before the quest, before Zer. Like it was a drop in a in a, a activity that I had. A lot of that too was before I was really into D one. Yeah, so. and okay, so I was just trying to remember the quest, and um, I think the I think they so they. I don't remember what they called it, but in D1, they had a, a year one and a year two stuff or something like that, where they they did a really weird thing with the power levels. They actually dropped all of the base power levels. And so instead of, you know, we're in the the thousands now, they dropped everything and made us basically go back up again. And so there was a cap on a lot of the, the year one stuff. And Gallahorn, I think, was capped. And I think the quest was to bring it back. So it's kind of exciting, although I'm not really, I'm not trying to get my hopes up for this. I know I'm stealing your thunder, Evan. We'll get back to you. <laughs> um, I'm not really excited too much or trying not to get excited for Gallahorn because it was so OP. 
there's no way that the D2 developers are going to say that there's any room for what it was in the in in the state of how Destiny 2 is now. Well, yeah, no, you you don't want to introduce a bro- purposely introduce a broken weapon into your game and then well, break the, the Galahorn was too fun for them to add just add it to D2. Well, yeah. They have to nerf it and make it different and less fun. Yeah. And you know, for story reasons, it's it makes sense that we didn't have our old stuff going in cuz it all got blown up. <laughs> pew pew. But yeah, I've played that. Um, there is a very interesting cutscene with Savathun that um, really kind of speaks to what they showed in the trailer with what's coming in whatever the next season is. I can't remember the name of it now. Is um, it the season of Redacted? Like, yeah, they have a name for you? I thought they did. No, because yeah, the next season. Between? Well, that's the expansion. It's not yeah, the season uh, name. Oh, whatever. Well, yeah, well, yeah, what's like she she made a direct reference to like the ghost and how it ties to the light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look, I forget the exact thing, but like, if you look through the ghost, you, if you look through the guardian, you get to the ghost and you go to the traveler. So then what's the opposite of, if you look through the servants of darkness, like what do you find on the other end of that connection? So, it, you know, hinting Ooh. that she's going to start making her own dark guardians, um, which isn't a spoiler. Cause they showed us in the trailer. So darkians. <laughs> That sounds wrong. <laughs> Which, that also, the fact that they showed us so much and then they gave us the, oh, look, we've got Savathun captured, that makes me think that there's some other surprise that's coming that we haven't. Mm-hmm. There. That's that's probably been foreshadowed, and I'm sure Bife and all the people who like read the lore probably have predictions about what it is, but people who just play like me are just like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Um, which is fun. Since, since we're on Destiny, um, I mean, I'm curious about your guys' thoughts on them deciding to sunset, um, the Tangled Shore. I, I don't mind. I don't, instead I only of, go instead of, you know, one of the other places that we don't ever go to like titan well i don't remember if or nessus or the other the other planets we never go to Uh, the moon well Well, nessus was there for um whatchamacallit the the keitel storyline that was when we did a lot of nessus stuff yeah and since they're sunsetting or putting into the vault whatever um the forsaken campaign i think that's why it's more related um yeah the Forbes writer Paul Tassi made an article of like these are the things you need to do on the Tangled Shore before it's vaulted next February, and he was like on Twitter struggling to come up with things, and he's like, maybe this is a good reason to vault it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But the Forsaken campaign had a lot to do with the Dreaming City too, right? They're not vaulting the Dreaming City. No, because um, that's still pretty um, in the story right now. So. Right, and we've technically not solved the 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 question about the the Dreaming City, right? Because that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the whole Sabathun thing, right? Is mm-hmm. breaking the curse and all that. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. I guess I need to play some more. Like I said, I was out of town for two weeks mostly, so I guess I just didn't really play a whole lot of Destiny while I was. And that's uh, the nice downtime. thing is once you get caught up, like you don't really need to. There's not much more story wise until yeah. we get closer to February. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that. Otherwise, I did. I've played some more Spider-Man. Um, I <laughs> I should have two videos recorded, but the day I spent, you know, forty five minutes, like what would have been video number two. I played for a good 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, you know, this is a good, you know, I did some stuff. I got a new suit. Great. And then I go check my capture gallery and it's like, oh, I only took a screenshot. I didn't actually. Oh, oh no. So that is one thing I will say. That's one thing I will say about like the, that's got the, the pro and con about the newest PS5 update. Well, I guess PlayStation four too, but, um, the the PlayStation Five used to, when you captured, had the running the time the running time at the top, mm-hmm. so you knew you were actively recording. Uh, 
the update, the, the most recent update took that out. So now you don't see it, which is oh, nice wow. because. It got in the uh, way sometimes. Yeah, I can see it, that. It, yeah, it got in the way a couple times. But at the same time, at least you know, like, like I'm the kind of person that I have to make sure that I physically like see the urinals when I go into the men's restroom, <laughs> even if I'm not using them. <laughs> because I, I I have to have that uh, confirmation that I'm in the correct restroom, <laughs> and okay, <laughs> and just having that confirmation up there of the fact that it is recording currently is 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 comforting to me. And the fact that they took that out, there's a little bit of me that goes, "Well, am I? I don't know." I don't want to go to jail. Like I, I, it's an obvious <laughs> mistake. I mean, you know, honestly, <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying, Brandon. Thank so. you, thank you. Just pee where you want to pee. Uh, <laughs> it's all, it's all going down the pipes anyway. It's, it's not really that easy. I can't really. I don't know. It's hard for uh, you to pee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see a doctor about that. <laughs> Do you have a narrow urethra like Hank Hill? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how we went from video games to urinals. Great. So, so I mean, <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to continue on down this path, that actually is probably the. If you, if if you were to ask me what the most irrational fear that I have is, is me going into the women's restroom on accident. Not on purpose, because I wouldn't do that, but on accident. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't know why that is a thing necessarily for me. We, I, that's this is not the podcast to explain that by any means. No. But nope, nope. Now we need to do now. We, honestly, I feel like that's a good podcast, podcast idea. So you heard Psycho it here first. We're gonna talk. Well, no, no. <laughs> just we're gonna talk about what our like most irrational fear is that we have. That's, oh gosh, we should do an episode on that. Oh, okay, man. so quick tangent on that before <laughs> I go back to Evan. Um, so is it an irrational fear? Like, obviously, it's a normal fear to be afraid of heights. Right. But I is it say... irrational if my fear is not of heights, is that I, my body will spontaneously spasm and I'll fling myself over the edge? <laughs> I mean, that gets, that gets closer, but I kind of just feel like that's what a fear of heights is, because that's how I feel okay. whenever I'm like... There's no, that. no, no. Okay, mine is that my phone, it's always my phone. Like, if I'm anywhere, like, if I could be, like, 100 feet away from a cliffside, and I'm always like, God damn it, I'm going to drop my phone over the cliff. Like, I just know it. Like, I'm going to accidentally <laughs> chuck it like a football over the exactly. Yeah, no, that's what I feel like. It's like it's kind of like you said about the spasm thing. I'm like, am I going to have a random muscle cramp and just throw my phone <laughs> off the side of the cliff? Like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> this is the day that my phone grows legs and walks itself out. <laughs> I know, right? You have that one rogue neuron that's like, are we high enough? Are we high enough? Great. Spasm. <laughs> it's like, I know I shouldn't have put that lemming background on my phone. Dang it. <laughs> Wouldn't this be a great time to develop a seizure disorder? Oh, no. <laughs> So anyway, as promised, <laughs> I'll throw it to Evan. Um, I mean, so I guess. If you haven't played much recently, is there anything you have on the books for, like, once you get back into gaming again? Um, well, I'm next week I should, you know, clear a very big project off of my plate, so I may celebrate by getting Miles Morales. Um, Ooh. Because you know, playing playing Spider Man has got me back in the mood for it. Um, though it's, I was I think I, I played today. I I actually managed to record a video, um, and I was playing. I had this really weird experience where like I'm playing the game and like swinging through the city and all, but like my muscle memory keeps going back to like the the Spider Man two movie game from like. Oh, was it no. 2003? So 18 <laughs> years ago. So somehow that game is still in my muscle memory. And so I'll be swinging. And I remember on that game, you would like press X to do tricks and stuff to build up your experience. And I'll start pressing X randomly. And it just does the web zip thing. I'm like, stop. 
doing that? <laughs> so you're saying that you have the Spider-Man twisties. Basically. Which is really... Uh, and that, that might go into like a a deeper conversation about like, you know, how, you know, controls are mapped out and why certain buttons do certain things for each game. Um, like why R2 is always the trigger and L2 is always aim. I don't know. Um, Unless you're playing on Xbox and it's um, opposite for some stupid reason. We don't, we don't talk. That's the shadow place. We don't go there, Simba. <laughs> um, That's where Nick is. Yes. An Xbox. Yeah, he's in the shadow realm. Yeah, Nick is in the shadow place. Um, but yeah, other than that, yes, uh, Miles Morales, and then definitely Deathloop. I think that might be. I might save that for like my Christmas slash birthday present to myself, um, especially like at the end of the year, because my 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 plan is at the end of the year, I'm just gonna like white like finish everything I have to do and just have a month of doing nothing. And I can just, you know, do free time things and enjoy my enjoy the last month of the year because, you know, the last year and a half has been ten years long, and Daddy needs a break. Preach. <laughs> so, um, a coworker of mine came up to me on Thursday and said, "This, you know, thank goodness tomorrow is Friday because this week has been such a long year." <laughs> yup. <laughs> <laughs> and this year's been a decade. <laughs> um, I guess getting into what we're gonna do next, like what our plans are for future gaming. Um, I'm thinking. So, I mean, obviously, I still need to to. I just need to sit down and and beat Persona Five, if that's even a possibility at this point. I'm kind yes. of deciding that it's it's not. So we can um, go on to our next gift exchange. Well, just I mean, whoever yeah. gives me a game, just make it small, and and we'll be good. Um, but we can I, still, I, we can still do that. Do I have you this time? I don't remember. Well, I can just, look it up. But did we decide who's? Yes, who's I I I've already <laughs> decided, so we can start thinking about it. Um, oh, I don't remember who my person is. All I know is Tyler has me. But uh, I think I have. Fact. <laughs> I think I have Nick. No, I know I have Nick because I was like, "What game can I make him play that he's not played before?" It's gonna have <laughs> to be like. Issue. It's gonna have to be like some. You know, you know, one of those mobile games where you dress the 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 model or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, perfect! <laughs> wow. But no, I um, play Candy Crush. I actually have level 300. uh, I'm going to try out one of these uh, YouTube videos for the channel of me doing a playthrough, kind of like what Jared did. Um, I want to finish the pathless. Um, Mm, Yeah, it's a really it is a really fun game. Um, And, you know, I'm kind of excited to share my thoughts on the game and why I like it. Um, If you guys have not played it or seen any game through you know gameplay footage of that i'd i'm you know excited to share that with you so um you know in the future look for that um i'm i'm just excited to play it some more anyway um but uh yeah i mean those are the two games but the the, something that happens to me is that i kind of get in terms of video games i get into kind of a i wouldn't necessarily call it obsessive um you know uh feeling or whatever about video games but i don't really know how else better to explain it than that that i i like i've been playing minecraft a lot lately um and you know one of my friends um did a uh made a like a minecraft server and so we can play with a bunch of friends and so i've been playing you know been doing that a lot um and so i'm just kind of really into that and then here before too long i'm going to run out of things to do and kind of get bored slowly and it's going to fall off and then i'll be like ooh i really want to play destiny or ooh i really want to play smite or ooh i really want to do this and so you know i was before before um uh the minecraft i would take a break from destiny to play pokemon um, I was trying to get one of every Pokemon in my um, Pokemon home bank thing on the on the switch. 
um, just kind of for funsies. Um, but uh, I've kind of stopped doing that and started playing Minecraft. So in between when I'm done with this um, particular, uh, whatever you want to call it, obsession, I'll probably try to finish up Persona and play some more uh, Pathless. That just kind of describes my life in general. Get obsessed <laughs> with something for like a few weeks to a month or two. And mm-hmm. then just like, especially for like hobbies, like, oh, I'm going to like buy a bunch of stuff to help with this. And then just drop, lose all passion for it in like <laughs> a month and a half's time. That's yep. me in reading this year. <laughs> I say even though I finished a book today, but whatever. <laughs> Since this is Small Consolation, the video game podcast, what book did you finish? <laughs> I mean, really? Do you, I'll, I'll read, I have to read I, you the I, full I, title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm waiting. Oh, well, oh, I have to wait for my Audible to pull up. Because I, oh. I guess technically I didn't read it. I listened to it. But it's the same thing. Uh. I will fight. You ingested in... the words. Yes. Where... That's just a podcast. <laughs> um, I think that my favorite book title that I have on Audible is "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck." <laughs> I actually have that downloaded. I need to start that too. <laughs> Don't throw it to him. Sorry, I'm watching the the Buffalo Chiefs game wow. and. Mahomes threw it to Tyreek Hill and I'm playing fantasy and my opponent has Tyreek Hill and I do not want him to have an explosive week like he did last week when he scored almost 50 points. So, sorry. Uh, this is the Small Constellation Podcast where we talk about fantasy football. Whatever the hell we want to. <laughs> fantasy football is arguably a video game. Case in point. We're going to talk about Madden. Oh, God. <laughs> The game that could be a DLC but refuses to be. <laughs> also, they're gonna make their money. I um, and they got a curse they on the cover. Have Have you guys heard anything else about EA and like another partnership with NCAA? Like, did they finally not, hash that out or no, or, not in a okay. long while? Well, didn't they talk about the? Them. Yeah, but that was right before like all this name, image, and likeness stuff came out for college athletes. And, like, I thought college... they had something in the news that they were working on it again. Well, like I, that was I, last I had seen it was before all of the NIL stuff had actually came out. So like that was the plan, and like oh. schools could opt into it. But then like all of this stuff came out, so now it could be like a whole another beast because now they can just theoretically just get their own players approval and pay them for their appearance. So who knows? Mm. a lot of details to iron out still. I see. <laughs> yeah. I still want them to fix the Madden where every once in a while I'll try to load into the, the face of franchise. Uh, uh, what is it? Practice mode. And it'll just, stuck on a never-ending load screen. <laughs> so wait for them that, for that hot fix. <laughs> yeah, to continue the conversation about what our future gaming plans are, um, I, uh, after I finish Kena, um, like I have a giant list of things I could play, but I'm more likely going to pick up the new Guardians game when it drops in October. Oh yeah, I've forgotten about that game. It looks Wait, good. What Guardians game? Guardians of the Galaxy from another Marvel game. I th- see something made me think. I guess maybe I saw that you could pre-order it. Because mm-hmm. something made me think that it was already out. No, it's coming out like October twenty something. Uh, huh. October twenty sixth. What day is today? The tenth. Oh. The tenth. So. And for our listeners, it won't be the 10th whenever you're hearing this. (laughs) Yes. So I'm looking forward to... I mean, I probably won't pick it up right away. um, But it seems like one that... It doesn't look sound as daunting as like... 
oh, I have Red Dead Redemption 2 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey on my list. I'm like, hmm, well, I don't really want to get into a big open world game right oh, now. Oh, I keep forgetting about Syndicate. <sighs> Syndicate's not as big as Odyssey. I know, but I'm almost done with it. You should. And I just beat Origins, so I don't really want to jump into the but AC I'm, game. But again. I'm to the point in that game where uh, we really need to have like a, a, a full episode on if we were to make laws about video games, what would they be? And <laughs> law number one is a real time reminder or, or, or like some sort of tutorials uh, menu that there's an option. I haven't played this game in a few months. Can you remind me how to play? So I don't have to just start over yeah. learning <laughs> so I can learn how to play. So funny thing, Assassin's Creed two and brotherhood actually had that. <laughs> Like you could go into the animus and just go through the skill list, like air assassination, uh, blending, combat, combat two, combat three, and it was just like easy achievement stuff for the game. Mm. Um, and I think I think it kind of counted towards like unlocking the DNA segments so you could figure out what the mystery was at the end of the game. Um, but also like that. Actually, you probably could go back and replay that segment of Assassin's Creed 2 because Syndicate is still where the games are still a little copy-paste in terms of controls. It's not till Unity that they switch things up. Yeah, but I still haven't played any, you know, Creed game. And mm-hmm. We should do a whole episode since... on Assassin's Creed. Origins was fun. Um, Origins was fun. Uh, and this could be a topic for a whole nother time, but... I've heard some because doesn't Ubisoft also do Far Cry? Yes. yes and I've heard some like people who review a lot of games and stuff. Like one guy is like, I got ten minutes into Far Cry Six and I just put it down because I just was like, this I don't want to do this again. Because <laughs> he said, well, if they're not a fan of Far Cry, they should try Near Laugh. I, I hear that's a breath of fresh air. John, I just got it. Like right after I said that, I got it, and I was like, I, I hate oh, wow. myself. <laughs> Get out! But I think it's the problem. Before they rebooted the AC franchise, it was just kind of a copy paste thing. And even though the story sounds unique mm-hmm. and interesting, you're doing basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was honestly what I decided. Like, like you know, I was thinking, I was like, oh yeah, like Far Cry Six is coming out. I really want like. But I kind of want Pathfinder, like Wrath of the Righteous. And I was just like, eventually, I was just like, eh, I want to support like the smaller studio, like RPG, and buy that new. And I was like, because I've played, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure it'll be fun. Like, I do want to play Far Cry Six, but I was like, there is just no, I, I just don't, I just don't need to, like, right away. You know, I was like, it will be cool at some point. I'll play it, I'm sure. But and it's just, they're good, but. Eh. Kind of like junk food, I guess. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> junk food. <laughs> but, yeah, as far as my future plans are, uh, yep, Diablo 2 and uh, Pathfinder games, and that's all I'm going to need forever. <laughs> Jared, did you share yet? Yeah. Your future plans? Yeah, he, did. he just did. I wasn't paying attention. You literally commented on it. I don't remember. Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, oh. Now we gotta get Brandon tested for dementia. <laughs> <laughs> well, he 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 um uh I just did not really paying attention to him. It, you know, nothing he says is important today, so I'm just you know <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Mm, okay. Um. Yeah, I feel like we're trying to uh, spread this particular episode out, so maybe we should just call it a night. No, I'm just watching the Chiefs game. Oh. I feel like butter spread over too much toast. <laughs> <laughs> bread, or when it's still cold and it's not spreading and just rips a hole in your bread. Well, that's just me. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it back. Holding. Offense. Don't give it to Tyree Kill anymore. Wow. Okay. 
Facebook, Small Constellation Podcast, Twitter, <laughs> Small Con Pod, YouTube, Small Constellation Gaming. We out. Wow, we never talked about Sword Smash. Fuck, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, End do we really episode. want to? No. no. <laughs> Not now. Wow. Okay, so now. since uh, Jared doesn't want should, to, so... Uh, you should leave that in as the way that we end it. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, Sword Smash Bros. Oh, God. <laughs> best character uh, has finally joined Smash. We could have a Smash episode. Mm-hmm. And then talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, we also we need to talk about the the upcoming Mario movie and that very awful mm. cast yes. There's a Mario yeah. movie coming up? Uh-huh. Tune in I, next I, time or don't <laughs> get on the internet. Oh, I couldn't tell if you were being serious or not. <laughs> that, um... It's-a-me, uh, a star-lord! <laughs> <laughs>